listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Football is a pretty simple sport when you break it down to the essence. You have a group of fat guys on one side of the ball, and they're looking to overpower and dominate a group of fat guys on the other side of the ball. And whoever's fat guys, out fat guy, the other team's fat guys, they're going to win the game. And that's what football is. I know the, the quarterbacks, they get all the commercials. The running backs and wide receivers score the touchdowns. They get the highlights on ESPN. But if you don't have the big guys in the trenches, nobody scores. Nobody does anything. And Georgia, they got a bunch of NFL bulk and size and strength. And they just absolutely mauled TCU on Monday night. That that was an embarrassment. Why even play the game? What was the point of that game? I know TCU, that was a nice story. That was a Cinderella glass slipper story. But just like in the NCAA, when when VCU makes it to the Elite Eight or Florida Gulf Coast, they beat Georgetown, they throw throwing alley-oops and stuff. Then you get to, to, to the late rounds. Nobody wants to see Creighton and George Mason in the Final Four. Nobody wants to see that. That's not good basketball. That's not that's not entertainment. And I know that TCU, they had a right to be there. They beat Michigan, but I, I said over and over again, Michigan beat themselves. I don't know why Jim Harbaugh is calling a Philly special from the two-yard line. That's that's ridiculous. And he gets a little cute with it at times. You're better than you're better than TCU. Just line it up in the I form and power it down their throat. You got NFL offensive linemen. And they let TCU win that game. You just dominate them physically. And Michigan opted inexplicably not to do that. But when you just look in the in the warm-ups, you see the size of Georgia's players versus the size of TCU's players. It's like, man, there's going to be an arse kicking today. It's going to be a real woodshed beating. And I'm not a I'm not a big Stetson Bennett fan, but he did walk on to Georgia. And he's got two natties. That's pretty legendary, whether you like him or not. And Kirby Smart is that dude, whether you like him or not. They're going to have a legitimate shot at a three-peat. If you look at their schedule, their schedule is Cupcake City. They don't play anybody next year. And that's not George's fault. The schedules are, are predetermined. So they don't play anybody next year other than Tennessee. They got to come up to, to Knoxville. That'll be an interesting game. But Georgia's going to have, they're going to have a real good look at a three-peat. And back to TCU, it's funny because TCU's had some kerfuffles with my with my Buckeyes over the years. They were very upset that Ohio State was chosen to be in the first college football playoff over them. And I believe Jim Delaney, who was the, the Big Ten president at the time, referred to TCU as, quote, the sisters of the poor. Now, Ohio State went on to win the national championship. That was the Ezekiel Elliott team. He ran for, like, 260 versus Bama. Once again, got to have the hog volleys on the line. 
When you saw Ohio State play Georgia a couple weeks ago, Ohio State has first-round left tackle, a first-round pick, right tackle. Guys that are projected to go early. They've got like a third-round center. They had the they had the physicality to compete with Georgia. Georgia could not really get to C.J. Stroud that much without blitzing. And they had the physicality on defense to stop Georgia from lining up, running for 300 yards. Now, Ohio State's defense isn't that good, but they have a bunch of NFL guys that are on that defense. Zach Harrison's going to play in the NFL. Uh, Tui Mola's going to be a he's going to be a first round pick in the NFL. They have talent. Jean Baptiste, who hit the transfer portal, he's going to have a good shot at the NFL. The fat guys, like I said, you got to have the fat guys. TCU is they are the sisters of the poor. That's not a knock against them. But the TCUs of the world, the Oregons of the world, even the Notre Dames of the world, they don't have the talent in the trenches that Georgia has, that Alabama has, that Clemson has, that Ohio State has, that USC will have. Deion Sanders said, he's been interviewed early in the year, asking when he was at Jackson State, are you guys ready with all of your recruiting prowess? And the talent that you're bringing to Jackson State, are you ready to play Alabama? Are you ready to play Florida? Are you ready to play Florida State, Auburn? And he, to paraphrase, he said, he said, hell to the no. We don't have the NFL bodies on the lines yet. We have the perimeter speed, which is nice. But games are games are what? It is Deion Sanders. This is the ultimate primetime, high-stepping, playmaking, taking his helmet off, looking into the camera. But he knows you don't win those chips with the Cowboys without Nate Newton and Larry Allen. Those are the guys that win championships. Everybody else, Emmitt Smith, everybody else just along for the ride. And what we saw on Monday night is just the disparity between between programs. It was really a referendum of where college football is. TCU I don't want to say that they're never going to win a championship, but they're never going to win a championship. They would have to completely revamp their recruiting structure. You cannot gadget play your way to a national championship. You can't bubble screen your way to a national championship. You can't Philly special your way to a national championship. You can't slat route your way to a national championship. At some point, you're going to have to be able to line it up on, on third and one, fourth and one, and run it down somebody's throat. You got to be able to go power eye. Georgia with McIntosh, with their running attack, they're, they're able to move the ball. Well, they're getting 8, 9, 10 yards of carry. So when you're getting 8, 9, 10 yards of carry, of course, play action pass, somebody's going to be wide open. And that Georgia TCU game was an absolute mockery. ESPN should have cut. They should have cut the game off and cut to, to the college basketball game of the week. Syracuse Nova, whoever was playing on Monday night, they should have cut it. They should have stopped the fight. Somebody should have thrown the talent. They should have just come out for the fourth quarter and coach say, you know what, man, we're, we're just not going to play the rest of the game, man. We're going to get an earlier flight back to Dallas-Fort Worth and start preparing with our recruiting trail for next season because that that was embarrassing. That was an abomination. But that's what happens when, when you send the sisters of the poor to play big boy football. I'm not even talking about the coaching. I don't think that Bear Bryant, could have coached that game for TCU. You just are overmatched. You don't you don't have the talent. 
Georgia's better than you literally at every position. 11 out of 11 positions on both sides of the ball. Georgia's better than you. They're superior to you. And there's really nothing that you could do about, about that beatdown. I was embarrassing. The Hypnotoad's been talking a whole lot of smack. I've been saying as an Ohio State fan, Ohio State has elite talent. We get our doors blown off by the SEC in national championship games. Michigan's found that out. It's not that easy. You don't just waltz in to play against the SEC. If you're not SEC, you're hoping to get down there. You're hoping to get one out of three. You're playing against Georgia. You're playing against a really good Bama team. You're playing against a really good Florida team. They've got better athletes. They've got more resources. They usually have more perimeter speed and more more NFL bodies in the trenches. The only teams that can compete, Ohio State, that's about it, Clemson. DJU was really bad, so Clemson took some steps back. And USC, when they get the recruiting up and running, that's it. Everybody else is, is SOL. And it's going to be interesting as they go to a 12-team playoff, you're going to see more 65-7 to seven shellackings. You think teams like Cincinnati want a piece of, of the best SEC team? Those that's not gonna that's not gonna go well for the Bearcats. I know that Trent Dilfer's now he's down at UAB and talking about how great they're gonna be. You think UAB wants a piece of the Tennessee Volunteers? You think that's a fair game? You think some of these mid-majors, do you, you think they want a piece of, of the Ohio State University? I mean, there's going to be a lot of beatdowns. And going into next year, Georgia, I don't know if they're going to be the best team because I don't, I don't know how many people they're losing to the draft. But if you look at that schedule, man, Georgia's going to be, they're going to be 13-0. Maybe they lose to Tennessee. They're going to be right back in the playoff. Probably played against Ohio State. So uh, respect respect to to, to Georgia. But but that game that was an abomination, man. That that was not good for college football, and we can't continue that. That just shows what happens when you send a boy to do a man's work. Lance J Show live from the Paragon Seven Studios. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon Seven Studios. This is James Lewis, host of the Lance Day Radio Network HealthCast series. When I was a quality executive, I spent many years working with Episource on chart retrieval, coding, and their analytics platform. This is the time of year where health plans are focused on their final push for risk adjustment to close out 2021 dates of service. Identify HCC gaps. Stratify at both the member and provider level with Episource analysts. Episource combines intelligent technology and a team with many years of subject matter expertise. For a demonstration request, go to www.episource.com. James Lewis. But I get this email that says, Election Day may be behind us, but our work is far from finished, James. The Senate race in Georgia is headed for a runoff, and that means the result of this election depends on what we do between now and December 6th. And it says in big, bold letters, you haven't donated this year to the DNC. 
Split. So it's giving me instruction. Split a $10 donation between Raphael Warnock's campaign and the DNC to help with this runoff and defeat Herschel Walker. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. Don't don't demand money from me, DNC. Don't ever send me an email like that again in your life. If I was there, I'd probably, just to be spiteful, I'd probably vote for Herschel Walker just to spite you because that email was so disrespectful. You demanding my money that I worked hard for during a recession in a post-COVID society when I got a family to feed and they're demanding that I give you money? Bleep you, man. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. I'm the latest hashtag challenge, and everyone on social media is trying me. I'm trending so hard that hashtag common sense can't keep up. This is going to get tens and tens of views. But if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, you could be left to pay for this yourself. Get Allstate and be better protected from mayhem for a whole lot less. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. 